It's Andy. And Kelly. And welcome to Suspish. We're kind of working on getting this podcast shit together, so bear with us. Might get a little weird, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. So we got three, well, two, technically <laughs> three cases we have for you today, and these all have occurred within the last couple weeks. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> So, my case today focuses in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind blows, sleeping in the plane. And then there's that. <clears throat> so, there was a man who was considered <laughs> to be a person of interest in the gruesome killings of four men. And on October 18th, he was arrested on charges of grand theft auto and being a fugitive of justice in Florida. Now, remember, this happened in Oklahoma. Okay. So just keep that in mind. We're keeping that in mind, but now, now I need to know. It is important to note this man, Joseph Lloyd Kennedy II. Ooh, a Kennedy. Mm-hmm, a Kennedy. Shit always happens to the Kennedy. Oh, fuck yeah. He's not currently considered a suspect, which is weird knowing the rest of the details, but he is a person of interest right now. Wait, what? Yeah. You'll see. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm going to need an explanation on that one. <clears throat> so, on October 9th, four friends, Mark Chastain, who is 32. Related to Jessica? I don't know who that is. So. <laughs> She's an actress. 30-year-old Billy Chastain. So they were brothers, Mark and Billy. They're not related to Jessica. No. I'm, I'm going to strongly say no. Okay. No. 32-year-old Mike Sparks and 29-year-old Alex Stevens. Uh, they were last seen leaving Billy Chastain's house in Oak Mul- Mulgee? Mm. Oak, Oak Mul- Mulgee. Oak, the Oak is moldy. Yeah. Oklahoma. Uh, this was at 9 p.m. and they left on their bikes. Ooh, how old were they again? They were in their 30s. That's. I mean, it never really specified whether bikes was like, like a ooh, like a, like a mountain bike or is it like motorcycles? But I feel like they would be specific if it was motorcycles. I, I mean, I'm not judging. Maybe they're just really fitness heavy. Yeah, maybe they're watching so much Stranger Things. They're like, we need to get on <laughs> in bikes. their 30s. They, they were dressed as all the characters. We, don't we have a Billy? Yeah, we have Billy. Oh, ooh. Um, and a Mike. We have Mike. Yeah. <gasps> Look at that. And they were brothers. I don't think they're no, not no, brothers. No, no, no. no. That's all right. Uh, anyways, this is the last time these four men would be seen alive. Okay. Yeah. Shit gets. Wait, heavy. four men. Were four seen. grown men. Grown ass men. On bikes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm picturing it now. Uh, <clears throat> the police chief, Joe Prentice, said that it is believed mm. that the four men were planning to commit some type of criminal act before they went missing. On their bikes? That's actually what I have wrote down. Is like, <laughs> on their bikes? Like, what? Excuse me? But yeah, so um, they know this because a witness had said that he was invited. And he, quote, said, <clears throat> one of the men said to him, he was going to hit a lick big enough for all of them. Okay, how do you get invited to a crime? <laughs> Because they're going to go hit a lift big enough for all of them. So that was the the invitation. That's how you get caught because you're inviting someone to a fucking crime. Well, these men, were they were on their bikes. They were going, okay? What does that even mean? I don't know. Apparently, it's like I looked it up and like it's apparently a common slang for Mm. crime. And I've never heard of it in my life. So, Um, but most people did say that um, all four men were really good guys. Like they were hardworking men. They had kids. They were doing crime. they're doing Mary. <laughs> they're, they're doing the, the marriage thing. Did you say that or did my head just I think go? your head just said that, but yeah. Anyways, they're doing the damn thing. They're doing the damn marriage they're thing. They're doing the damn thing. Anyways. But um, it's really unclear of what they were planning. No one really had any details about what they were planning. The four men They're just, hitting a lick. They're hitting a lick. 
on their bikes. That's all. That's all. So like, like we don't know like if it's like a, are they hit in a liquor store? That- that's true. Like, could it be hit in a liquor store? Ooh. But but it says hit a liquor big enough for all of them. So I mean, a bottle of liquor oh. big enough for all of them? Ooh, a wine and spirits, a chain. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, but yeah. But the police were later able to trace uh, data from Mark Chastain's cell phone to track the men's whereabouts wait, wait. that night. It's Mark, not Mike. There is a Mike and a Mark. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. Yeah, there's Mike and a Mark. Wait, what's the fourth one? There's Mark, Billy, Mike, and Alex. Okay, I'm good. Now. And they're all brothers. No, just Mark and Billy. Okay, they were just all friends. Okay. <clears throat> um. So yeah, they were. The police were able to track from Mark's cell phone their whereabouts for the night. So it is said that they left Billy's house on their bikes, and then they visited a scrapyard. Again, they're on their bikes. Are they scrapping their bikes? Are they? But then, are how just, are they getting they, around? They have, do they have baskets on their bikes to put the scraps in? I, I don't know. That's that's what I didn't understand. Is like if they're on their bikes and they're going to go do a criminal act. Like first of all, you're not getting away fast enough on a bike. <laughs> or are you? I don't know because the one time someone threw a rock through my window and escaped on a bike. It's another story for another time. But they did get away on their bikes, away from police. That's terrifying. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> Vaguely. Yeah, they went on the train tracks behind the turkey hill. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they have more mobility and agility yeah, you on, to get you, around. You can go on the train tracks by the time behind the turkey hill. So, like, I, again, I don't know the layout of, like, the scrapyards and everything, but... Are there always dogs in scrapyards, or is that just what I got from Spongebob with the worm? I feel like that's just <laughs> urban legend. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so they went to this first scrapyard. From the first scrapyard, they traveled to a local gas station. To hit a lick. Yeah, so are they robbing? But what did they go to the scrapyard for? Questions I don't have the answer to. To get, um, you know, like metal with the rust on it to give some people tetanus. Anyways. <laughs> um, so after the gas station... Like, they never confirmed whether they bought anything at the gas station. Obviously, they're not getting gas because they're on bikes. Or are they? Unless it's motorcycles. But, like, don't you feel like they would specifically say maybe motorcycles? Maybe not... I mean, maybe, but... Did you say what gas station? No, it just said a local gas station. Mm-hmm. So not a fun one. Probably just, like, a, a... Yeah, like a hole-in-the-wall gas station. If, like, the way I'm picturing Oklahoma, it's just, like, oh, we are two pumps and a, <laughs> a little <tumbleweed>. store. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is Oklahoma desert or... No? It's right above Texas, so oh, deal with that information what you will. Okay. Um, so then after the gas station, they went to another scrapyard. And then at this scrapyard, that's where Mark's cell phone either went dead or was turned off. Why are these 30-something-year-old men hanging out in a scrapyard? Exactly. Like, I still... Like, every time you keep talking... I'm going back to like thinking they're teenagers and they're not no, teenagers. They're in they're they're thirty year old men. Like, they have kids, they have wives. There's like a whole jobs ass five to seven years older than us. At least, yeah. Anyways, so after this the men never returned home that night and they were reported missing by Mark's wife because they were all hanging out in that area. <laughs> hey, my, my husband was in a scrapyard. Well, I don't think anyone knew they were went to the scrapyard until the police obtained the phone records. Imagine you have to call, like, you're, you're married. Mm-hmm. Imagine you have to call and be like, yeah, my husband's out with his buddies and he didn't come home. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably wouldn't have called them that morning. I, But that's what I mean. Like, if my, if my my husband did not come home that night, I'd be like, oh, what an asshole. Like, what the fuck? I wouldn't automatically think something happened. You know what I mean? So maybe he was, like, a so, family fan So either now. he was, like... Either she knew something was going down and he didn't come home, 
Or it wasn't like him to not come home. You so know what I'm, I'm saying? saying either he's a fucking dick and he does this often. Or no, he, she wouldn't have called. She him. wouldn't have called. Oh. So why did she, why is her first instinct that something happened and she should call the police and report him missing? So that's what I'm saying. Either he doesn't ever do this and this is weird and out of character for him. Or she knew something was going down and had the possibility for something to go wrong. Mm. Or she killed them. So that was not, <laughs> I guess that's possible. But Wait, uh, can we find a killer? Can you let me finish? Okay, but like, I, I didn't know what your first sentence was. It was about a man who was arrested okay, in okay. connection, but he wasn't. He okay, wasn't I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just clarifying. No need to get your knickers in the twist. Anyway, so that was on October 9th. That was the last day that they were seen. Um, on Friday, October 14th, um, an individual called to report something suspicious <laughs> in the Deep Fork River. Uh, when the police arrived, they found what appeared to be body parts protruding from the river. There are multiple oh. dismembered body parts in the water, which made it hard to identify. So Ooh. there's just body parts everywhere. But you could think this, like, no, it's a, it's a river. It's I was going to say, like, if it was, like, a lake, I would think it was, like, a Halloween decoration. Like, somebody's private lake. No, I guess not. Like, this is, like, a whole-ass river. Mm. But anyways, oh, it took days to remove um, the bodies from the water and actually get them identified. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, October 17th, they were finally identified and they were found to be belonging to the four missing men, Mark, Billy, Mike, and Alex. Um, the coroner determined that each man had been shot before being dismembered and thrown into the river. Yeah, like what are their serious. Bikes? It is believed that the men were placed in the river between October 9th and October 10th. So far, their bikes have not been found. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe they left them at the scrapyard. Maybe they sold them for money, or whoever killed them one of their bikes. So you'd dismember someone for over over a pedal bike? Mm, sure is worse than having over little. I guess that's true. <laughs> Anyways, after finding the bodies, the police searched their last known locations. Um, both scrapyards the men visited that night were owned by one man, and that's Joe <laughs> Kennedy, the man I mentioned in the beginning. One of the scrapyards was 10 to 12 miles away from the river where the bodies were found. Oh, I thought thought you were going to say they biked 12 miles. I mean, I guess it's not that bad on a bike. Yeah, they didn't really mention, like, the distance. This is all in Okmulgee or Okmulgee. Okmulgee. Yeah, in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. So I'm assuming, (laughs) it doesn't sound like it's a big town to me. Yeah. It sounds like it's probably. But then, like, 12 miles sounds like a lot, but I used to hike five miles all the time. Exactly. It's not that much. So, one is 10 miles away, one scrapyard, and the other is only five miles away from where the bodies were found. At one scrapyard, the police said they found evidence of a violent event. So, of course, my doorbell just rang in the middle of recording this, and my doorbell never rings, so. Yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. Anyways. So at one of the scrapyards, the police found evidence of a violent event, which included blood. Suspicious. Suspicious. Uh, they also took a few of I- the items that they found at the scrapyard that may or may not be related to the crime, but they didn't like specify what was taken or how it could be related to the crime. Did they say how much blood? They did not specify. They just said there was blood, which I feel like you would find blood at a scrapyard oh, just yeah. on any given day. Yeah. Like, there's metal, sharp objects and shit. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, if it was, like, a lot of blood. But it says violence of an evident... <laughs> yes. Evidence of a violent event. <laughs> violence of an evident, yes. <laughs> it's my mom brain. Oh, God. So, I would assume that means, like... A lot. A lot, like you a would lot, think. A lot. 
I mean, if four guys are shot and dismembered, I feel like that would be a lot of blood. Depends where they're shot. But I feel like that would be more than evidence of a violent event. Did they say where they were shot? Like, on their bodies? Yeah. No, it didn't specify. It just said each man was shot at least once. And dismembered. And dismembered. Because, like, dismemberment's going to have a lot of blood no matter what. Yeah. And this was at the second scrapyard. This is at the... It didn't say which scrapyard. But both of these scrapyards are just owned by that one guy, Joe Kennedy. Mm. So, on Friday that they found the bodies, mm-hmm. they brought Joe Kennedy in for questioning. Mm-hmm. Police said that Kennedy was very cooperative and denies knowing any of the four men. Mm-hmm. So, Suspicious. weird. Suspicious. Uh, after the interview with police, Kennedy was reporting missing. So, oh, he had an interview ooh, with the police ooh. on Friday afternoon. Gonzo. Left the police oh. station. Gonzo. Ooh, ooh. So, his... Suspicious. And then his PT cruiser. <laughs> Sorry. Man's drives a PT cruiser. <laughs> My man drives a PT cruiser. Was found abandoned in Morris, Oklahoma. I don't know the distance between Morris and... Mulgi. <laughs> I think I got it that time. I think Ol- that was on yeah. spot. Um, but yeah, his PT cruiser was found about abandoned there. So two days later, another Kennedy missing. Okay. Two days later, on Sunday. Yep. Kennedy was found alive and arrested <gasps> in Daytona Beach, Florida. My nothing, man's was on the run. Nothing says on the run <laughs> like going to Florida. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> He was found driving a car that had been repo- reported stolen. Another from, PT Cruiser? I think it was a truck. From Oklahoma. It, it was reported stolen out of Oklahoma. So, not only was Mans trying to abandon his car, he went to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a short trip to, like, Cuba and all those fun places. Well, I think someone could easily hide in Florida, too. Like, grow beard. There's a lot going on in Florida where you could just hide. I don't know why grow beard was the first thing that came to my head. I feel like if you're a criminal, you either go to California or you go to Florida. That's California? I just feel like people go there. Like, you can get lost I'm thinking, like, Canada, Mexico, like, out of the country. Yeah, but people expect you to go to Mexico. No one's like, Canada? No one expects you to go to Canada. Canada won't let you in. (laughs) Me specifically? (laughs) Probably not you. You're probably on the do not fly list. <laughs> do not fly. I've never been on a <laughs> Um, So the reason he was arrested was because he stole the car in Oklahoma. He was being a fugitive of justice. Mm-hmm. And Mans had another warrant. Mans <gasps> had a whole nother warrant. My Mans. Was it was cute? Did you still look up a picture? He's 67. Oh. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so interestingly enough, one of Kennedy's scrapyards... A&A Auto Salvage, was the site of a shooting in 2012. Joe. Right? Come on now. Like, come on. So, Kennedy had opened fire on a group of six burglars, which wounded one. Okay. How do scrapyards work? That's what you got out of that? <laughs> like, they said they, they're burglars, but I thought you could go to a scrapyard. I feel like, I don't know if people steal scrap and then... Like, I feel like it's kind of common to rob a scrapyard. I don't know. If, but that's what I, like, was thinking. Like, do did they, like, if they're stealing scrap, they're on bicycles. But, like, are there just cars? Like, I know there's a scrapyard down the road. They have just random cars parked outside that are waiting to be scrapped. So, like, are you maybe stealing a car? But nine times out of ten, if they're at the scrapyard, they don't work. They don't run, yeah. Or is there just abundance of cash in a scrapyard? Because I feel like you could go to a scrapyard... 
and be like, hey, here's some scrap, and they give you money for it. I feel like that's how a scrap year works. So, so going back, they said that they were, they were trying to find a crime, these four guys. Was the crime a scrapyard? They were They were trying to commit a crime. Yeah. Find a crime, commit a crime, same thing. <laughs> I'm going to find a crime. <laughs> you just wake up in the morning and say, yep, I'm going to find a crime today. I mean, that sounds like you're a superhero, so I guess. <laughs> right. I'm going to find a Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe scrapyards have a lot of money on hand because they're paying people for their scrap. So maybe. I get maybe that's what it is. Or maybe people are stealing scraps to take to another scrapyard. But again, these four men are on bikes, so that doesn't really make much sense. So I really don't know... I don't think scrapyards really have anything valuable, though. You're not in the scrapping business. I'm not in the scrapping business, so I don't really know. I just really like how you looked at me, you're like, that's what you got out of this? <laughs> <laughs> just want an answer. Sheesh. So, he ended up wounding one of the men. Only one, and didn't kill him, just wounded him. Probably shot him in the leg, whatever. So, he was serving a 10-year deferred sentence, which was set to expire in May, for this shooting that occurred on his property. Which kind of was weird to me, like... I know, like, in Pennsylvania, we have, like, a stand-your-ground-and-castle law. Like, if someone's <laughs> robbing you, you could, like, if they, if someone comes in my house, I'm going to shoot them. Like, my husband, don't come to my house, okay? I feel like <laughs> I would definitely be the person that if someone were to walk in, I'd be like, what's your damage? Can we talk about this? I will make you some dinner while we have a talk about this, because this is not Okay. My husband would give you two seconds to answer, and if you don't answer, it's on site. I'm surprised I haven't been shot yet. I just appear here. <laughs> I appear here. You really I'm... do appear here because you scared the shit out of me today when you came while I was running the vacuum with my headphones in. Who puts the headphones in in their house? I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was literally talking to you for like five minutes, and I thought you were ignoring me. I was like, what did I do? Why is she mad at me? Your dog and I were having a grand old time. I was plugging in my computer, and you're just vacuuming away. Anyway, <laughs> so he was, like, his sentence was going to expire in May, like, if he just didn't commit any more crimes. Okay, but, like, what does that mean? Like, he wasn't in jail. Like, this was just parole? Like, what? So, a 10-year deferred sentence means, like, as long as you basically you don't do any criminal acts within those 10 years, you won't serve your sentence. Oh. But if you do something, like kill four men yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know or steal a car and, and run, away run to florida, florida. Yeah, yeah. then you have to you have to do the full 10 years mm. they give it to people who like probably the judge in this case was like okay well these guys were trying to rob his house like his scrapyard like so that's why he shot them mm-hmm. so i guess that you would be think, the reasoning you'd think oklahoma would be more lax with that like you said like we're yeah like that's what i was trying to get at like you think it, it would just be like i think it's castle there law had to be something else yeah, I mean, they didn't really go into much detail about it, but he didn't go to jail for it. He just had that mm-hmm. deferred sentence. So on Wednesday, October 19th, Joe Kennedy stood in front of a judge in Volusia County, Florida. During the appearance, Kennedy had only spoke once, Ooh. and which, which he said, quote, I don't hear too good, <laughs> after he ignored Same. the judge's question several times. But like in a southern accent. Yeah, I don't hear I don't dude. hear too good. I, I like the picture Forrest Gump. Well, mama, I don't hear too good. Is that John Wayne or is that Forrest Gump? I don't know. It reminded me of, like, the My Leg guy from Spongebob. <laughs> My Leg? Maybe it was from Oklahoma. Oh. So, currently, he is being held without bond due to public safety, which is weird. What? <laughs> and hopefully he will be extradited to Oklahoma because he's currently still in Florida. But isn't it weird that he's being held... Without bond, 
due to public safety, but is not considered a, sp- a suspect yet? Like, isn't that weird? I'm not like, following, yeah. He's like, not if you're a concerned for public safety, but you're not going to label this man as a suspect. <laughs> no, some random other Joe Schmo sat, Joe. <laughs> sat in his scrapyard and killed these men? But I guess we don't know if he killed him there. And you don't know. We don't know if it was Joe. We don't know if it was Joe. But right now he's the oh, his scrapyard is the one with the blood. Huh. Man's has a prior <laughs> a prior a prior. <laughs> but like but yeah. it's also such a dramatic difference to go from okay, so these six men came to burglarize my thing and I shot one and only wounded him to killing four men and dismembering them and throwing them in a river. That is a big leap, Joe. That's mm. a big leap. How can Joe, Joe himself, Joe mm. alone, kill four men? So that was another thing. Like, And, like, if you look at the pictures of, of the victims, like, they're not, like, small men. They're they're grown-ass men. Like, and the, the, it, a lot of them say they were, like, construction workers or, like, so they have, mo- like, they're muscular men. Like, they're not just gonna. Like, even if he had a gun, like, you shoot the one, the other three are scattering. That was literally what I had written down. Like, it's not just as cut and dry as, oh, bing, bang, boom. Unless, I brought this up to my husband. I, we talked about this case the other night. He said, so my husband had said that he thinks that the men, the men went to the first scrapyard. Why are we banging? Because I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm, I want to know what's going on. So he said that the men probably went to the first scrapyard, robbed the first scrapyard. Oh, and he owned it already. He owned both. Ooh. So did he see them on the security cameras? So this is my husband's theory. He saw them on the security cameras, saw them rob there. Maybe he got knowledge that they were going to go rob the second one. So these men took a little pit stop to get a little snacky snack at the gas station. Mm, like we did earlier? Yeah, like we did earlier. <laughs> then proceeded to the next scrapyard where Joe Kennedy was sitting with a sniper rifle a sniper rifle? I mean, well, that's just... Do we have ballistics on this? You know, they never found a gun. They haven't done any kind of... They so didn't they say didn't, anything. Like, hey, Joe, Joe Schmo. Joe, what's his name? Joe Kennedy? Obviously. But, like, can he even own a gun with his sentence? I would say no. I would say no, too. So, but, but... I mean, that doesn't mean he doesn't have one illegally. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I guess if you're a scrap owner, you gotta... You think they, like, search it, though? Like... Yeah, they, they did make... It very clear that they did not find the murder weapon. Mm. And there would be multiple weapons because, so he, they were shot, but then and they then were also they dismembered. dismembered. You can't dismember someone with a gun. But, listen, the man's owns a scrapyard. He mm. could get rid of that shit pretty easily. Melt it down, bing, bang, boom, it's gone. Just like their bike. Why is bing, bang, boom your catchphrase? Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just so hard. Because, like, you think about a 67-year-old man, like, I think, like, about a grandpa, someone I want to hug. So, okay, so to shoot them, I guess you can make sense of that in some sort of way. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he could have, in theory, if he was, like... But to shoot all A four. sniper in the military <laughs> could have shot all four. Yeah. Then he, not, he has to go pick them up. I, I, he's not going to dismember but, them right where he shot them. All four is still overkill. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Overkill. Absolutely. So, I don't know. This is puzzling to me. And I guess, like, as of what I looked up today, and today is, it's been over a week since the last update. 
uh, he he hasn't said anything. He's arrested in jail. And he hasn't said anything. And he has still yet to be extradited back to Oklahoma. He has to be, right? I would assume. But unless they have nothing to extradite him on. But I guess the stolen vehicle is out of Oklahoma. So when... But he's not a suspect. But he's not a suspect still. So, so he can't be extradited. So it's very, very confusing. So he's being held in Florida. Yes. Right now he is in Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. So we will keep you updated on that one because that one is a doozy. Yeah, I want to know what happens to Joe. Like, you have to find something. You would think, right? You would have to find just the evidence of a violent event. But then again, it's also like you took the time to dump the bodies and you didn't clean up the scene. And he's 67. I mean, I don't know generally the strength of a 67. (laughs) I mean, I guess nobody really does. (laughs) I don't think there's like a standard of strength in 67-year-old men. Like, I'm thinking like a man. Did you look up a picture of this guy? Did I ask that already? He just looks like a typical Oklahoma like not grandfather. Most, not, not like not like the grandfather from Yakima from iCarly who does like backflips and shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Like picture like a typical guy you would think who owns a scrapyard and is 67. Like that's him. So like how is he moving for men? Exactly. And then think about it. He is dumping these bodies in a river. Did he have a son? And he only has a PT cruiser. So they do. They must have the car now. And there would be blood in the car. Exactly, but they haven't mentioned anything about even searching the car. So it's just all confusing, but I guess, can you search the car? Do, like, do you have to obtain a warrant to search the car? Like, do they not have enough to obtain a warrant to search the car? I think they'd be able to. Like, man, like, so, like sir, the, there have, is blood at your property. They have the man, so if you can hold a man, you could search the But they're car. not holding him on this murder. They're holding him on the Grand Theft Auto charge. But you could search the car anyway because you're Grand Theft Autoing. Like, he thinks he's in GTA, zoom, zoom in. I don't know. This is going to be like, I don't know. We're going to. I don't feel like we're going to get an update for a while. For a little while. I don't think he's going to talk. I think he's going to deny. Because he's not even a suspect. He doesn't have to talk. Yeah. I mean, if Mans was playing it smart, he just wouldn't say anything. Yeah. And if he doesn't go back to Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. It's a real puzzler. A puzzler. Puzzler. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Joe Kenny does look a little suspicious, though. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Story number two. As number told those. by... Ginger? Kelly? Ginger? You never saw the show as told by Ginger? No. Is that too 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 old for you? You're two years older than me. I remember. It was a girl. She had, like, red hair. It was, like, wavy and she had a friend. I think she dressed up as a seal once. <laughs> what? Oh, I'd have to show you a picture. Okay, go ahead. Picture. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Keep uh, going, and I, I I will find you a picture, and you'll know it. All right. So mine is a serial killer. Ooh, present like a, day a present day serial killer. Dun dun dun. All right. So my next one is also a serial killer. So I hope it's not the same one. Captain Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell me that really has something to do with your story. <laughs> no, I wish, though. Oh. All right. So. Oh, I found the picture. You don't remember that? No. She's a seal. I, I, uh, are you sure it was as told by Ginger? Yes. I, like, I'll show you Ginger. Maybe yeah, that'll jog your memory. Like, I feel like, yeah, I know that. You just don't remember that the seal one didn't stick out no, to you? Like, the seal. <laughs> do you remember that kid who named Kid Next Door episode with the broccoli? 
No. Oh. I'm sure. I'm hoping it's codenamed Kids Next Door. <laughs> the broccoli came to life. All right. Anyway, so my man's was caught earlier this month, but we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. Okay. We know who he is. Well, so this case is like closed. Like he's a suspect, but he's arrested. So. Okay, okay. So, like, kind of like Joe Kennedy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you did it, Joe. Just spill the beans. <laughs> we don't know Joe did it, though. We don't. Joe may have had a son who did it. They didn't mention sons. anything about that. It didn't really seem like... It didn't sound like he had any family. Like, I don't... I don't but oh. I guess they didn't bring it up. I don't I don't. Really I mean, know. he killed four people. Why am I saying all? Oh. Yeah, right? Like, he could have potentially... And murdered and dismembered four, four men, so... Four men, okay. It kind of... Wait, <laughs> to change the subject. If you looked at a picture of him and you hear this story, he reminds me of... You ever, you ever see the movie Gran Torino? Yes. Who's the guy? Harrison Ford? Yes. He reminds me of Harrison Ford. Picture Harrison Ford. So he's lanky? Yes. Okay, yeah, he's not a little four body. No, yeah, okay, but that's what I was thinking about. Like, Don't he reminds me of... I don't know, Joe Kennedy. Joe sure Kennedy he... still has a pot of potential. Unless I am thinking of another movie, he was definitely shot at the end of the movie. Like, poop, poop, poop. Yeah, I don't really remember. All over his body. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Definitely a drive-by. I saw the movie once. It I think I saw be... the movie once, too. It could not be that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to your case. Where was I? Um, so we're going to start in the most chronological order as I could. Okay. It's chronological, but it's also like things were linked later on. Okay, that's so, all right. So we'll we'll, we'll piece it together. We'll, we'll piece it, it together. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll talk it out. So this takes place in Stockton, California. Okay, so I gotta set the mood for California, like beaches and California. Who's it by? You don't even know. I don't fucking know. Tupac. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so we're not even starting in Stockton, though. Okay. We're starting in Oakland. Okay. Like the LA face, but the Oakland booty. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if it's the same Oakland. I've never been to California. I don't know. I don't really know California either. I just, I, I kind of think California is like a myth. Like it <laughs> the really man, is. the myth, the legend. California. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a California man, too, honestly. Yeah, but they're all like smoking weed. And... That's why he doesn't make the news, because he's too tired from... Eating his munchies. I don't know. I've never smoked weed. This is all just a myth. Um, anyway. It's all hearsay. <laughs> I, I didn't get through one sentence of my story yet. All right. All right. I'll let you go. <clears throat> so it starts on April 10th, 2021. Okay. So it started last year. So this is like an ongoing. Yes. Which is my cat's birthday. Okay. Anyways. It's, it's a necessary evil. Necessary evil? It's necessary to know. So, um, like I said, it did not take place in Stockton. It took place in Oakland. So my dude, it's called the Stockton serial killer. So he's still, he was trying to figure out his shit. Is it like... Oh, and they're like neighboring. That's the Okay, way. that's what I was going to ask you. Like, how far away is Stockton and Oakland? Apparently, Oakland is right outside of Stockton. Again, don't know about California. We don't know California geography. geography. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't ace that class. <laughs> and this was also linked later okay so that's why he's called the stockton serial killer because this was linked after the fact actually he was already named <laughs> yes 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 all right so our i'm gonna butcher these names i'm sorry we'll, we'll we'll work through them so our first victim was juan vasquez serrano oh that sounds right juan was a 40 year old hispanic male 
The San Francisco Chronicle reported that he was homeless and would usually ride his bike. We're back on bikes. Oh, that's the, that's the theme. Through today. the seminary section of East Oakland. He worked as a mechanic for hire and was seemingly well-liked in the area. And he would he was homeless, so he doesn't he wasn't like um, like a mechanic for hire, you know like yeah, you know like he I mean? didn't have like a steady job. It was more of like a oh, can you fix my car? Yeah. Me. Did you see a picture of him? Because like I'm yeah. picturing him in my head, and he just looked like a jolly man. Like I would just um, he just looks like a jolly man. I'm saying like like all the pictures they use, they didn't picture like like you wouldn't if you saw a picture, you wouldn't be like this is a homeless man. Okay. I feel like that for all of them. Like, Did they, they say why he was homeless, or like was he just down on his luck, or they didn't say why? But we will. We'll get there. Not we'll get there. We don't have a lot of information because we don't have a lot of information on any of these people. Oh, so like, it was like one of those things. Like they picked the people that. Yeah, like mostly you'll see later. Like almost all of them were homeless. I think only one or two weren't. But it's like there's not a lot on any of them. Okay. Because they were homeless people. A lot of them were estranged from their families. Like Ugh, That's the worst. Like it Breaks my heart. And, like, it's so hard. Like, even, like, the information I found, I had to, like, cross-reference because it wasn't yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like some articles were just making up shit to make up <laughs> shit. So if anything's wrong, I'm sorry. Let us know. <laughs> but I tried to find things where, like, they were at least in two articles. Yeah. All right. So he worked as a mechanic. That's where we were. Um, and the individuals who came to him would let him sleep in their cars while they fixed it. Oh, so that was kind of nice. Well, not kind of. That's really nice. So he was shot just after 4 a.m. on the eighth, ooh, 4800 block of Harrison Avenue. Again, don't know. No, this is, this is in Oakland, though. This is in Oakland, though. And residents remember peering out the window and seeing just the body laying in the street surrounded by ambulance lights. So it was just, like, literally in the middle of the street? Middle of the street. Wow. Yeah. Um, and here's another sad part, so brace yourself. Oh, I'm already going to cry. <laughs> the San Francisco Chronicle, again, reported that a young woman and a young... Not a young woman. A woman and a young girl came to the area and started asking around about him. And it later found out that this was his wife and daughter. Oh, no. So they were just, like, estranged? estranged. I guess it doesn't probably tell you why. But they did know that they still loved him. <sighs> That's so hard. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have a lot of those. Like, I have quotes from family. Oh, and... great. Love that. Yeah. Don't get, love that. Get ready. Ever since she had kids, you're just a mess. I, I am just a bowl of pudding when it comes to anything sad. A bowl of pudding. All right. Next shooting. Again, we don't have a lot of information on each of the individuals. Are these... In chronological order, like the yes. Sh- so, like that one was his first. One was the first of. We'll get to a theory later. Okay. Okay. But the first that is actually linked to him. Okay. That they think it's this guy, but we'll get. There's some crazy shit. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so six days later, we are now April sixteenth, twenty twenty one, at three twenty a.m. Natasha Latour, forty six. Another homeless woman, a black female. The other guy was Hispanic. This is a black female now. Okay. Um, she said that she was in her tent and heard someone approaching. She left her fa- tent to just find someone holding a gun right outside her tent. Oh my God, that's terrifying. He fired multiple shots without saying anything. But I'm guessing she's alive. Yes. She's oh. the only surviving victim. Wow. Did she give a good description? 
We'll get there. She described her detector as wearing a dark colored sweatshirt with the hood put up, dark pants, 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 <laughs> dark pants, and a black face mask. That's like, terrifying. He's just covered. And we'll get to like photos and videos later. And like now, here's my question: mm-hmm. Her tent was this just like in an at like I I don't know like I know sometimes there's like homeless camps where they all like set up tents together like or was she just like by herself in a tent randomly? I think it was like I'm picturing like street mm-hmm. tent, but they didn't specify. Yeah, but she just said she was in a tent, so I'm assuming like it's more of a community thing. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. You know how in movies they're like under underpasses? Yeah. I'm not saying that. I think like on the side of a road, like on a sidewalk. Yeah, that's what I was picturing too. Because mm-hmm. her quote is, after she was shot, she shot, shot. She said, "There's a burning that's incredible. You're wet all over. You don't know why you're wet. I'm really glad my legs moved, but every time I moved, my legs got wetter. I thought I was dying." Oh my god, that is a terrifying way to describe being shot. Absolutely, like I could throw up. Mm-hmm. And she's alive, so she's. Oh And she has like a slightly. We'll see in a couple of sentences, but she has a slightly positive ending to this. Um, she crawled away from the scene, <gasps> not knowing where the suspect went, and just called out for help. And this will answer our question. This next thing, she said, and I quote: "I hear a car come by me, and I hear the door open or close, and I could tell they went down a distance." Then I heard a man said, I'm here, we're calling 911 for you, don't worry. So I'm assuming this is a street. Yeah. A car drove by, he called 911. But she didn't hear, I guess, your shot, your first instinct isn't to sit there and listen to and which way. No, yeah. she said she had no idea. Like, I was just went. curious if he was on foot or. Like, she he... was just crawling away. <sighs> he could have been anywhere. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's like a scary movie. And, like, luckily this guy stopped. Like, she could have died if he didn't stop. That's true. Like it's and the guy didn't know whether like what happened. He just pulled mm-hmm. up to the scene and said, "Okay, let's get her some help." Yeah, and it's, it's remember it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, There's, I don't know how busy Stockton is because this isn't Stockton now. Okay, if I didn't say that before, I don't know how big of an area it is. But like here at three a.m., there's nobody. Yeah, it's dead. Completely nobody. But since the shooting, she's been sober. Good for her. That's and awesome. she's no longer living on the streets. That's awesome. It sucked it took being shot to get there, but good for her. Yeah, and she said, well, I'm assuming, like, if you're shot, you're in the hospital, you don't have access to that stuff. And it but it also probably gives you a new look oh, on life that you survived. Like, and... she's a survivor. Yeah. Um, And her last quote is, I truthfully, honestly, 100% forgive the person who shot me. I want them to know that in a strange way, they kind of saved my life. I could never. I'd be I like, fuck never. that guy. Burn you him to the ground. Killed, what, five other people? Well, at the time, she said that she might not have known <clears throat> that. but And she was the only one to survive, as we mentioned, and the only woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And she's the second person to get shot. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was still figuring out his... Like his, yeah. His MI. Yeah. And, like, we'll see. Like, the next shooting wasn't until July 2022. So he took, like, a, a significant break. Yeah. What was the gap between Juan and... Uh, six days. Six days. Six days. Hmm. So, right. like... Strange. It's very strange. This is why those two were linked later. Yeah, because it wasn't right. Yeah. Because I remember seeing in the news, like, probably August about this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it was really weird. 
So, on July 8th, 2022, um, a man, 35, a white man, Paul Alexander Yaw, I hope I say that right, was shot after midnight at a park um, on the 5600 block of Kermit Lane. Now, like, the rest of the shootings, I think they said, were in, like, a six-mile radius of each other. Okay. Whereas, like, the other one was in Oakland. Now, was he homeless, or was he just in the park? I believe he was homeless. Yes. His his mom said that he was unhoused. We don't know much about him. Like I said, a lot of them, we do not much about. His mom was interviewed, and she said he was a great man with a big heart. He left a huge hole in our hearts, but he was unhoused at the time. Now, there's no instances of why he wasn't because his mom seemed like they were close like yeah i mean sometimes i feel like it's just maybe they need to be at the time for their own good you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but it just sucks that it led to this yes like a lot of them were homeless a lot of them i'm not gonna say all of them i don't think all of them but a lot of them had a lot of drugs in their life yeah so like it's hard because like you don't want to give up on those people because you put them in danger and yeah like a lot of people think homeless means like it's like the prostitution thing mm-hmm. like no one's gonna care about their problem. if they're homeless no one cares about them yeah but that's not true that's at all. not true at all like these I'd say everyone that I found had a family yeah. that had a quote about them or yeah it's just someone who cared yes you can't but sometimes you as hard as you try you can't stop them from being homeless or stop them from doing yeah sometimes you just gotta let them go yeah all right so now we jump from july to now we're in august okay so a month my birthday month mm-hmm. best month on the planet leo season leo season all right um so we are august 11th now this is it's not a hard name mm-hmm. but i'm also done so on july 11 2022 salvador Deep buddy, deep booty, deep booty, I don't know. Junior, Hispanic male, trying to like connect it, trying to make connections meet him. Okay. First well, one was Hispanic male. This is a Hispanic male. The well, Natasha was her name, right? She was a black woman. And then Paul was a white man. Was a white. So he's, he's technically right now still all over the map. Like, doesn't really have a pattern here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, so Salvador. So we're at Salvador. He was shot while everyone else was, like, the last one was at midnight. The other ones were in the wee hours of the morning. He was shot at 9.49. So still night. But, like, super early for this guy. Yeah. In a parking lot. Okay. <laughs> On the... 49th block of West Lane. Officers found him with a gunshot wound and started life-saving measures, but he ended up dying at the scene. Just one gunshot wound? They didn't say. Oh, so I was going to say, I feel like the others were, were like, multiple. I don't know, the last, um, Latour, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's how you say her name, she said he fired multiple shots. I'm assuming they all hit her, but I'm not sure. But still... Yeah. Either way. Um, he died at the scene. He was married and had a daughter. He and um, his wife's name is Anna Lydia, mm-hmm. I believe, Lopez. They met when they were in high school, but they didn't pursue each other and reconnected 
later in life and were married for 12 years. Oh, that's awesome. Um, see, his wife found out about the possible com- possible connections between all the ho- homicides on social media. That's how she found out, not the police were like, hey, we're looking nope. at a serial killer here. And like it says, she was upset that Stockton police did not reach out to her to give her that. I would literally be in that police headquarters in about 4.2 seconds. Yeah. And then his daughter said that her father was, un- they keep saying unhoused. I don't know, maybe that, that's is like. Is that the political correct term for homeless? I don't, I really don't know. I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to like, but I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, unhoused does sound like it sounds better. Yeah, it sounds better, but I'm also like that. Just I've never heard that term before. Me neither. And it's like all the articles said unhoused. I don't know. Like at first, like I saw that Paul's mom said that, and I was like, oh, maybe she just had a, her own phrase for it. Yeah. But then, like all of them, like all the articles said unhoused. Yeah, I never heard that um, term used before. But his daughter said she was unhoused, and she had an estranged relationship with him. And she has a quote here. He didn't always get the dad part right, but deep down, I really do think he tried his hardest. That sucks. Addiction is a very scary and deadly disease. Once you get a taste, it's very hard to get out of that hold it has on oneself. It ends up being your safe place, your home. We loved him very, very, very much, and he was always supported when I had, when I and many others needed it the most. Now my dad is with the angel, so happy, so healthy, so free. I know he's watching over me. My brother and little Bella. That's terrible. And like, it's just hard because like, addiction definitely does not mean, make a person a bad person or mean that they should be murdered. That's absolutely horrifying. Yeah, it's it's so rough. One. This is like a hard one. Like this, this is to start. Yeah, this is a hard one. This is cutting deep. I actually found it on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Because I like, I have a true crime for you page. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That and ghosties. And I live ghosties. alone. So, um, all right. Anyway. So now we make a jump on, like, the age. The fifth victim was 21. Oh, wow. And he was shot dead on August 30th. This is at 641 a.m. Hmm. So that's, like, a weird way to, like, is that considered... I mean, here now at 641, it's still, like, a little bit dark out. Yeah, I don't know about... What? Uh, when was this? August 30th. But August 30th, it would be light out, don't you think? I think so. At 641? And this man was Jonathan Hernandez Rodriguez, and his friends called him Johnny. Oh, Johnny. And he was a Hispanic male, and he lived in an apartment, so he was not homeless. So it's was a, it just, like, the wrong place, wrong time? It said he was... Found shot and killed inside his vehicle oh my at God. the apartment complex where he lived and was pronounced dead at the scene. So it's not even like he was like just out walking the street, like he was in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like could have been going to work at 6.40 in the morning. I'm assuming that's what he was doing. If he was found in his vehicle at 6.41 in the morning. Yeah. I'm assuming he was. Um, and his mother set up a memorial near the parking spot. With a message that reads, I will always love you and remember you with the love that you had for all of us. Your parents, you didn't deserve to live your life to be taken this way. You were always good and kind child to everyone around you, and they all loved you. I, your mother, am mostly heartbroken and will miss you with all my heart and soul. Your mommy. No. Um, as you always called me. Oh. And that's the memorial she set up at the parking spot where his car was. That's the word. It's, it's difficult. 
Now, this next victim, I have barely information, any information on. Okay. Like, I have a few sentences because there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. So, this was a 52-year-old man. Now, the last one was 21. Mm-hmm. The others were around 40 years old. Okay. Um, he was fatally shot in Stockton at 4.27 a.m. on September 21st. Police okay. responded to reports of gunfire and later arrived to find Cruz laying on the sidewalk. And that's all the information I have. They didn't give his, like, race or anything like that? He's Hispanic. Hispanic. Okay. So, it seems like... But other than that, I have... I don't know if he was homeless. I don't know anything. Yeah. There was just nothing. Huh. That's crazy. And that is the sixth victim, I believe? Yeah. All right. So, we are on our last victim now. Lawrence Lopez. But they originally misnamed him. Oh my god, how as, do you... As Lorenzo Lopez. And they like were like... the police did? Yeah. Because, like, there were a couple articles I was reading. And it was different And names. it was Lorenzo. And I was like, well, what name do I use? And then I came across an article that said that the police originally said his name was Lorenzo. That's crazy. When his name was Lawrence. That's crazy. And he was 54. And he was shot and killed on September 27th. 2022. So, what's that, six days later than the first one? A month ago today. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at 2 a.m. on the 900 block of Peter Avenue, when officers arrived, officers arrived, they found the man on the sidewalk with a gunshot room. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, and how old was he? 54. Okay. Again, didn't say if he was... I believe he was homeless. His family created a memorial at the scene. Now, for him, there was, like, two family members that came forward, Mm -hmm. but it was, like, some articles reported just his brother, and some articles reported his ex-wife, too. Okay. So, I'll give them both. I don't know if it's... Because, like I said, there's a lot of conflicting information. Like, you'd think if... Because they have a quote from his wife, his Mm -hmm. ex-wife. So, you'd think more articles would have that. Yeah. And she's apparently said, Betty Ghana, I want to say... That was my first love. He'd cook for me. He'd watch my car before I went to work. Like, just setting the scene. That, like, yeah. He was, he was a, a good, good guy. Person. And his brother um, said he was a musician who left behind six children. Oh, my God. Wow. But then another article said he had two children and three grandchildren. So, it's like, some of them, I'm like... Yeah, it's confusing. Like, since... I feel like since it's so new, we don't know. Yeah, really. A lot. About what's going on here. And, like, there's... Like, I tried to check everything. Yeah. But, all right. So, we're back. All the shootings are done. Okay. On September 30th, three days after the last shooting, Mm -hmm. Stockton police announced that they believe the five homicides were linked. But this was before the... The two and... Yes. yes. Okay. They released a photo of the suspected killer. How did they get a photo? Like, how did they figure that out? around the... Okay. Like, around the town. And it was just, like, you couldn't tell this man's race. You couldn't tell anything. It was just a guy. Cause, cause do, the, do the ballistics match for each? Like, do they mention that? Like, the same gun was used? Or? I think they're working on it. Cause oh, I man, mean, it is still so new. My man was arrested on the 15th. Okay. Of this so month, it is still October new. October 15th. Okay. Um, but this was just a person walking down the street. Like I said, there were no... He was... Like, kind of skinnier. Like, he wasn't, like, a big man. Like, yeah. Could have been tall, but not, like... I think Natasha said he was between 5'11 
five ten and six foot. Okay, so like two, average, like, yeah, like an average man. And it was just a guy wearing like all dark clothing, couldn't see his face. So it didn't even mean technically it was a suspect. It just mm-hmm. means it was just potentially a, this a is worth worth guy. throwing. <laughs> yeah. And remember that Natasha said that he wore face masks. Yeah. So there's no way of identifying this man yeah. from that. So, on October third, they believe they linked um, Serrano and Latour to this man as well. Okay. So, and then October fourth, they released a video of him walking. Now this caused a big stir. Who walking? The suspect. Okay. But how did the, they don't even know who it is though? It's just some random guy walking down the street. Yeah. At this point. Um, but we'll get there. I have a quote. Um. There was a $125,000 reward for any information. Now, the chief of police at Stockton, Stanley McFadden, he looks like someone I want to hug. Okay, I could see that. Like he's With the like, name like Stanley McFadden, I could totally see that you would hug, want to hug him. I feel him. like I need to bring up a picture. <laughs> I don't know, like, just like his police photo, like he's a bald man. Okay. And like, he's just like, his smile is just like, I don't know, it was just weird. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think I want to hug him because sometimes I'm like, man, you could have done better. But just by his picture, I want to hug him. So Chief Stanley McFadden said it's unclear if this person of interest, well, he wasn't a suspect, a person of interest. Okay, like Joe Kennedy. <laughs> yes. In the video is a suspect or a witness, but it's an individual that we've seen at more than one scene. Oh. So that's what how okay. they were yeah. because he was at more than one scene. Hmm. And now what stuck out was this man's walk. He had an interesting and recognizable walk that they called a duck walk. What's a duck walk? Like a waddle? Like, 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 I don't know. Like, if you watch the video, like, you could put, like, he doesn't walk like a normal person. Could you, could we watch the video? Okay, so the duck walk is a limp. I, I had to, I had to watch it for myself to understand. I really needed to know what a duck walk a duck was. Walk. Yeah. Because I'm picturing this man straight up waddling down the street. <laughs> like, okay, duck walk, duck do Exactly. <laughs> Hey, maybe he's just looking for some grapes. Yeah, maybe. He didn't say anything, though. Yeah. Anyway, now, who the was this motherfucker? I'd love to know. Wesley Brownlee. Wesley Brownlee. Wesley Brownlee. A 43-year-old black man was erected. Erected. Ooh. <laughs> I hope not. Ooh. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Arrested on October 15, 2022. Okay. It said, our search, McFadden again. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of our uh, high school guidance counselor, McFarland. Yeah. And I just keep thinking of her. But anyway, um, our surveillance team followed this person while he was driving. We watched his patterns and determined early that this morning he was on a mission to kill. He was out hunting. Oh, my God. So they're, like, catching him right in the act yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, And it said, Chief of Police, McFadden, said he was driving a teal green colored van when the office performed a traffic stop, but there was someone alone in the park. And of danger of coming his next victim. So they were watching him watch this person. Oh my god, that's terrifying. And like, when do you act? Like, when do you... Exactly. So they, they like, were... Like, when following... do you move? Oh my they god. Were, like I said, they were watching his patterns and determined that he was going to go after this person. And that's how they got him. That's terrifying. Now he was wearing dark clothing and a mask around his neck and a firearm in his waistband. Oh my god. It says, throughout the surveillance, he was working, lurking around parks. He was lurking around dark areas. Just different areas that might have proved to be an area for him to kill. Once we encountered an area where someone was vulnerable, alone in the dark, that's when we acted. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Good job. 
And as an officer, that's like, if we don't act fast enough. Yeah, they could have. He could have killed someone that night. But then if we act too soon, exactly, we lose our guy. <gasps> yeah. That's like law and order moment. Yeah, like they, he was stalking some person. Oh my gosh. So he must have stalked his victims before he killed them. I don't know, but... But I guess maybe he was just hunting them out to see a person alone. Yeah, because Latour was in a tent. Yeah, so he, but he must have watched and her to know that she was alone. Yeah, or watched her go in the tent, because she must have not been in a group. I would because assume. everyone else would have saw her to answer that question. Yeah. Before. So weird. Yeah. On October 18th, three days later, he had his first court appearance. Yeah, that usually happens. Police said that Brownie was the only suspect in the case at the time. He's only being charged with three of the murders, though. For John Rodriguez-Hernandez, Juan Cruz, and Lawrence Lopez. Why only three? We'll get there. Latour said, the survivor, woman that survived, said, I was angry that there's no charges because of what he did to me. That's why I was angry. There's no charges of what he did. Now, this kind of conflicts, like... She said she forgave him before, but, like, I still want someone who... No, I would still fucking take that motherfucker down. I don't blame her for that. Burn that motherfucker right to the ground. All right. And the district attorney, Tori Verber Salazar, said, We charge the cases today because we believe that we have sufficient evidence to pursue these charges and prove them beyond a reasonable doubt. We are confident additional charges will be added. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it it's hard with... It's hard, like, because if you don't prove something behind a reasonable doubt and they, like, acquit them, you can't charge them again. Mm-hmm. So I guess they want to wait. The, the three, and then if they don't, they can yeah. move on. I mean, Mans is probably going to get. So, a little bit about Brownlee. He was a truck driver who recently moved to o- from Oakland. Okay. I remember the first guy was in yeah. Oakland. It doesn't then... say how recently, but to Stockton where he has some relatives. Okay. And he does have a criminal history in California and Arizona. Okay, so man's is all over the map. He was arrested on drug violations, traffic violations, and a DUI. But nothing Yeah, violent. but those are like minuscule compared to nothing multiple homicides. Mm-hmm. In 1997, he was arrested in Almeida, Almeida County. Almeida sounds right. For having cocaine-based or crack. Officers believe he was going to sell it, and he served in two years for state prison. But again, so minuscule compared to homicide. Yeah. Like, how do you escalate from that to homicide? Like, it's not even, like, burglary charges. It's... Yeah, it's not violent. Yeah. He was arrested again and convicted in 2001 in Alma... What did I say? Almeida. Almeida County for the same crime and served three years this time. He was released on parole again, and in May 2003, he was discharged from parole. Okay. I don't know. In 2009, he was arrested in San... Joaquin County. San Joaquin. That sounds right. On a DUI charge. Um, and then they said he had traffic violations. And like, but, like, okay. that doesn't even mean I have traffic violations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riley pleaded no contest in 2014 after he was charged again for cocaine. He served 16 days in jail and five years probation. Okay, but still nothing crazy. He said, I don't know really what this means. It said he was incited, cited in 2019 for failing to stop at a port of entry in Arizona. What, what does that mean? If he was a truck driver, I know, like, you have to stop sometimes and get, like, weighed and DOT. So maybe he was driving truck and, like, didn't stop. Maybe. 
But that's all it said was he's she failed to stop at a port of entry in Arizona. Maybe so that was the Arizona was charge. Yeah. Um, now some connections. All were Hispanic males except for Latour and Yah. Yeah. Don't, again, we don't know. We don't know what the motive is. So, like, he did he never, like, talk? Like, he never said, like, yes, I did it. This is why. Not yet. I guess it's so soon. Um, McFadden noted an inconsistent span, as we talked about. So, we had some that were six days, and then between the second tag and the third were 448 days. Yeah, like, there's no pattern. Now, could there be other, like, other victims that we don't know about? That no, absolutely. Or could he have just, like taken that long yeah we don't know but there's also no consistent pattern like it wasn't like Latour and Yao were like the first ones you know what I mean like mm-hmm. the first one was Hispanic then you know what I mean it wasn't like consist like nothing about this said like here's a pattern here's an MO exactly like what I have a section on what we don't know how how did the police get tipped off to who this guy is. How, how, what, like, they never said, like, they said they saw him there, but how would they get tipped off that he's there? I mean, unless somebody called and just said, hey, like, this guy looks a little like, suspicious. Like, and then the next question was, like, when, did, were they surveilling him for a while, or was this just one night? We don't know. Like, was he being followed, or, and we don't know. We don't know. And we don't know the motive, either. The motive is what really gets me. Like, why? Yeah. Why would you... Like, why would you just randomly... And why is it mainly homeless people, too? Like, is it just because you feel that they are easy targets? Or is there some other motivation behind it? We don't know. But then you think back to his prior charges. He has prior drug convictions. Is it something to do with drugs? Yeah, because most of them were addicts. So is that what this Not is? Not all of them, though. But that's true. So it's, like, hard to pinpoint something in this case like i hope he talks all right i hope he talks i hope he talks too i hope he doesn't pull an epstein <laughs> now we do have a theory okay what's the theory there were several serial not serial killings are are these killings serial killings connected to two murders in 2018 in chicago okay i'm interested to so hear. in chicago there were two deadly shootings that happened 36 hours apart in the west robbers neighborhood west rogers neighborhood According to the Chicago Tribune, investigators released a surveillance video, much like this surveillance video with the guy with the duck walk. Mm-hmm. Um, they walked with their hands in their pockets and had that limp, which we watched with the video. Yeah. Now, a spokesperson for Stockton Police, Joe Silva, said that they were working with Chicago police to see if they were linked, but they're saying there's not a connection at the moment. I mean, I think it's hard to pinpoint because that's like Chicago's like a completely different, like Arizona and California are here. Chicago's, mm-hmm. if you guys could have seen me, I'm like all over. Chicago's all the way up here, right? Yeah. Um, they also cited that the, the Chicago killings were a black man. Okay. Which he was, Wesley Brown, he was also a black man. Yeah. Um, but like I said, Stockton police said there's no connection. But I was on TikTok. It's right? always the TikTok. It's always the TikTok. The TikTok. And TikToker, Tizient, T-I-Z-Z-Y-E-N-T. Tizient. Tizient. Shout out to Tizient. He did a deep dive. Okay. And he found- I love a, a good deep dive. He found a Wesley Brownlee 
LinkedIn page and Facebook. Oh, I love this kind of investigative and stuff. He worked as a package handler in the Chicago area. Okay. But there's probably a lot of Leslie Brownleys, and they did yeah. not contain any photos. Leslie's kind of like a not common name. Leslie Brownlee, yeah. But there was a Wesley Brownlee in Chicago around this these times. Hmm. And it didn't say like where, he, but like no photos. And he was worked for FedEx. So if we get in contact with FedEx, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's the end. That's all we know so far. Oh my god! I want to. I want to hear him talk. I want to know why. We probably watched the video. I mean, I'm I don't know why. I didn't see him talk, but um, no, I want to like hear him like say why. Like, I obviously, want him to talk to police. This is an ongoing investigation. Yeah. Obviously, it's, what, 10 days ago? Oh, I feel like we're going to have to wait a long time for the update on that one. Yep. Witnesses and tipsters can call 209-937-8167 or email police tips at stocktonca.gov for information. If you know anything, please reach out to um, Stockton Crime Stoppers or report information anonymously at 209-946-0600. Hell, that was a doozy. And that's our doozy. That was, like, heavy on the heart for a minute there. Yeah, like, like I said, there's not a lot of information on each person. Yeah. I feel like Especially that happens, the... especially it's so new that that's going to happen. And the nature, and then there was conflicting information. And... Well, yeah. I have an interesting one but that I literally just found out about this morning. So, it, it, it's interesting. We don't have a lot of information on it, but could this potentially be... Crazy, it could. So, a woman from Iowa claims that her now-deceased father was a serial killer that killed up to 70 women. I saw this. I saw this. Yes. I, like, I, had to, I had to say something about it. And not only did he kill 70 women, up to 70 women, he had his children help bury the bodies. Oh, I know I saw this. Like, what a claim. What a claim to make about you. What a clown. (laughs) What a clown. (laughs) So, Lucy Study, yeah, Study, says that her father, Donald Dean Study, who is now dead, like I said, he passed away in 2013, killed between 50 to 70 women over the course of three decades. She alleges that most of these women were sex workers, um, and she claims that her and her siblings were to help him to dispose of these bodies in a well in Thurman, Iowa. In a well. In Iowa. In a well. We never trust Midwest. No, we never do. She claims that her father would stab, shoot, or hit his victims in the head inside their trailer. Donald then makes his children drag the victims to the well via a wheelbarrow and throw them down the well and then cover them with dirt and lie. Cover them and lie? Yeah, I don't... What is this? So, Lucy says that her dad would hunt for his victims in Omaha, Nebraska, which is about 40 miles away from their trailer. Mm-hmm. She claims that he would murder about five to seven women per year. Ooh. It's kind of, like, weird to keep track of that, though. Like, yeah, that's oddly she specific. keeping track? I don't know. How I'm like, old were they when they did this? She didn't say how old she was. And he's But she, she must have been... No, he's I does he's dead. I think he was sixty. Oh no, 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 no. They they had seventy women between 50 yeah, and yeah, 70. fifty to seventy women. That's wrong. Yeah, Which no. also made me curious about the numbers because it says fifty to seventy women in total. Then it's five to seven women per year. So it's like kind of weird that, that those. But why did he stop? Or why did he? When did he start? Why did he stop? I don't know. But she must have been school age when it all happened. Um. So she says that she tried numerous times to alert authorities, like even as a child. 
She remembers the time she told the teacher and the teacher said, quote, family matters should be handled as a family. <laughs> like, bitch, I am trying to tell you about my murderous father. So, like, if he was in his 60s, she's probably in her 40s. I mean, I could give you his exact age. I just, I, I don't have it. Let's see. So, we did get the age for Donald's study. And he was 75 when he died. And Lucy is 53 years old. So, so, if you put that into perspective. So, she grew up, like, I guess, 70 babies. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of serial killers were around. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. <laughs> um, she also remembers law enforcement saying that they couldn't trust the memory of a child's. Now, how terrifying is it that you are a child and your dad is murdering people and no one will listen to you? Oh, my God. Well, she's been reportedly keeps contacting law enforcement and finally they are looking into it. So on Friday, October 21st, Lucky Lucy? Lucy took them <laughs> to the scene of the crime. Uh, law enforcement brought out two cadaver dogs to the site. Both dogs hit in four different sites on the property. And, like, they both hit on them. Like, so... It's in the scene of the crime. More like the scene of the 70 fucking crimes. Right? Um, so it means they detected the scent of human remains in these areas. Um, according to the dog's handler, uh, the dogs ident- indicated that it was, like, a large burial site. Which, if there are 70 people there, yes, it is a large burial site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, County Sheriff Kevin Strope says that he believes there are bones there and he believes Lucy's story. So, like, he, the, the, the county sheriff is saying, like, yeah, I, I, I believe her. He's like, super prolific. Well, that I have here. If Lucy's claims are true, Donald Dean's study would be among the most prolific serial killers in U.S. history. Oh, my God. Like, this is terrifying. Terrifying. Um, it is important to note, though, that Lucy's older sister, Susan, Susan completely denies her sister's claims. So, how weird. Because she's also older, so you think she would have been... More. Unless maybe she was older enough where she wasn't... In the house. In the house at the time of these killings. Yeah. But you would think you would... Or he used the young one because no one would believe her. Exactly. But she did say her siblings were involved, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Susan claims that the cadaver dogs may be hitting on animal bones or the remains of their stillborn baby sister. (laughs) What? But, like, Is cadaver dogs, places? right? Cadaver dogs are trained on human yeah, remains, I mean, not I, animal. I, yeah. And well, there's so many things they have an issue with that. <laughs> and, like, don't you think if your stillborn baby sister was buried on the property, you'd have some sort of marker? Yeah. Like a grave marker? You definitely marker? have a marker. So, you oh, wait, you just buried your stillborn baby in the backyard? I guess that's what Susan's saying. Like, wouldn't you put them in a cemetery? I, Susan says otherwise. Susan says we just dug a but hole. But did Susan her. is Susan afraid that the charges are going to come back on her? Maybe. Like that she helped co- cover up murders. Okay, but even if you did good, you deserve some charges, girl. I mean, but you can't fault them if they're young kids. Like I obviously yeah, I have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. how they old they were when these murders took place, but like. Yeah, but, like, if she's saying this shit and it comes out that this is true, she's going to deserve some charges. Because she is, no matter what, you are responsible. To a point. To a point. Like, no, you shouldn't rot in jail for the rest of your life. And, like, you're coming forward and saying, But you hey. should be like, hey, like, 
my dad did do this, and here's where if the body If you're obstructing were. police now, I think you deserve charges. Yeah. If this is true. But it's also her older sister, so was she, did she like, at help? the age of being able to decide for herself and helped him? And that's why she doesn't want it to come out. Maybe she's still serial killer. She might be. But, yeah, it was an interesting case that I just had to touch on quickly because, wowza. Yeah, it better come out. Like, yeah, we better get some more information on this. I mean, this all, I literally just read the article and I watched it on the news today. So, <laughs> it will be very interesting to see how this one turns out. I am so curious. Yeah, I need, I absolutely need And for Lucy's sake, if it is true, holy shit. Holy crap. Like, <laughs> holy Lucy, the whole world shit. deserves to apologize to you because... Wow, and I hope that teacher is rotting in hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I hope your dad's rotting in hell, too. Right? But, like, what a weird claim to make about your deceased father. I mean, there are a lot, like, there's this one whole documentary about a guy who thought his dad was a Zodiac killer. I'm guessing it didn't turn out that he was. I mean, he's, like, on the theory list, but, like, yeah, not enough to claim him as a Zodiac. But she is, like, the, like take exactly. the dogs up there. Like, I will show you. Where, like Exactly. And I mean, and like, it says that she's been saying this shit since she was a kid, so it's not like she just like went crazy, lost her mind, and made this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, did, or was Susan her only sibling? It says sibling, so I, it doesn't say how many she had. But her sister is the one that spoke out and said mm, she's not. That's incorrect. Is what Susan said. <laughs> I don't. But the stillborn. Like, the, that the, just like, sense. like, and you know, cadaver dogs are trained on human remains. Like, your your sad attempt at trying to turn this Dude, into something yeah, yeah. else is like, not, not that I want to believe that there's a serial killer. Like, I don't no, want but that like, to be the case. But no, like it just that. But at that the same time, is, is if there really is seventy women missing in Iowa, and we could find this out, like that would no. He's in Nebraska. He, well, took them from Nebraska. So he went across state lines, too. That's hard. Yeah. It's harder to find Well, and I guess it doesn't necessarily mean all of his victims were from Nebraska. Yeah, he could have imported them. Yeah, I don't know. So that'll be an interesting one. We better get an update on that one, girly. I'm going to look into it. Well, that's all we have for today. Uh, It's been real. It's it's been. It's It's been, been an episode. It's been something. It's been something. So we've had some heavy hitters today. Yeah, I I think I need to go take a bubble bath right now. I think I say tinkle. <laughs> that too, tinkle on a bubble bath. Okay, go get your tooth. <laughs> All right, that's the spish. Bye. And don't forget, guys, if there is a case you want us to check out, please email us at suspishpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram at Suspish Podcast. Thanks, guys.